Let's talk about red flags, shall we? Now, a lot of us will ignore red flags just because we want business, especially when you're first starting a business or you're unsure about this upcoming recession everybody's talking about, whatever it is. But they're red flags for a reason. And in hindsight, we can always see a problem coming. I'm gonna share some red flags that I've experienced, that I know other people have experienced. And if you have some that you can add, then hit me up on social media at Christina All Day and let me know what red flags you have experienced or others have that just drive you mad that we should know about. Welcome to Become a Media Maven. I am here on YouTube and I am also here in your podcast app listening or watching from wherever you want to anytime. I'm a former TV reporter and anchor turned owner of a public relations agency. So when I talk about these red flags, a lot of them come from not just me working as an agency owner, but also when I was a solopreneur and doing my own thing before I built a team. One red flag that drives me crazy is when people just balk at your prices. Like, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. Okay. To stop this red flag from happening and to set people's expectations right away, I give people a budget. Like, is your budget under $2,000? Is it between two and four? Is it between $4,000 and $6,000? Like, let me know what your budget is. I have given you this range so I can tell you how I can help you. Then you don't have to deal with the, oh my gosh, you're so expensive. So-and-so does it cheaper. Okay, well, I have clients who pay me more. Like, it's like going to Louis Vuitton and, oh my gosh, this bag is so expensive. Okay, well, you're at Louis Vuitton, then go to Walmart and get a bag there. Like, different strokes for different folks. When people are balking at your prices, they're in the wrong place. It's got nothing to do with you. So, move on. Have them move on. That is a red flag. Sometimes they will ask you to lower your prices. Now, I used to, when I was newer in business, I would lower my prices and still do the work. Again, this is when I was starting out. Sometimes it's what you have to do to get your feet off the ground, like to get through the door. But now, if somebody wants me to lower my price, I'll say, sure, I can lower my price, but I'm gonna take away some of those things you're asking for. Because like, these are my prices. So if you want less, then you have to pay less, but you're gonna get less. Like that's the way it works. But if somebody wants everything and still wants you to lower your prices and they're not willing to give anything up, that's a red flag. Just say no to that. A tough one for a lot of newer business owners is not respecting boundaries. A big red flag is when people do not respect your boundaries. Let me tell you a story. I had somebody refer me a client and I try to work a normal schedule. So if it's a weekend, I'm not gonna take a client call. You know what I mean? If it's not like an emergency or something, which nine times out of 10, it is not an emergency. So I had this guy texting me like, oh, let's talk, I wanna tell you what I'm looking for. And I texted him back multiple times, letting him know we'll do it on Monday. And he would not let up. I was like, nope, I'm with my kids. He's like, I just wanna talk to you for five seconds. I have kids too. I'm with kids too, I have kids too. Like, first of all, he was not respecting boundaries at all. And I got on a call with him 
and I regretted it. Obviously, I shouldn't have gotten on a call with him. Like, I'm mad at myself right now as I tell you this. I got on a call with this guy who was blowing up my text messages telling me, I have kids too. I can still talk on Saturday. Like, what an asshole. And he was an asshole because the kind of PR he wanted was not PR for himself. He wanted to hire us to make his competitor look bad. So, like, red flags all around. I didn't see the red flag. I mean, I saw it, but I ignored the red flag. And I talked to this guy. If you're not, if somebody's not acknowledging your boundaries and they're ignoring them, like right out the gate, they're gonna be a terrible client. And you have to make sure that you set clear boundaries. Sometimes if I am working on a weekend, I will schedule an email to go out on the weekday. Cause they don't need to know I'm working on the weekend. Cause if they know I'm working on the weekend, then they're gonna think I'm gonna work every weekend. I'm gonna be at their beck and call. This is why we're business owners. So we are not at their beck and call. Okay, so make sure you set boundaries and those are respected. Adding on to that, another red flag is when a client treats you as if you are an employee or a personal assistant. This is why contracts are a good thing. They lay out the expectations. This is what I'm doing for you. This is what you are giving me in return. Like these are the expectations on both ends. So when they start to treat you like an employee or a personal assistant, you can go back and cite that contract. Again, it's the personal boundary thing. Don't be afraid to implement that. They cannot treat you as an employee if you are not an employee. And there are many clients who will micromanage you who will try to do this. Again, boundaries, they're important. Another red flag, and believe it or not, I have had somebody do this, is they won't sign your contract. They'll pay you, but they won't sign your contract. In public relations, in my industry, contracts exist for a reason. One of them is, like SEO, it takes a few months to see the profit from the publicity. Like, if you need money right now and you're dying and you need a sale or you're going to go out of business, PR is not right for you. You need something along the lines of sales. PR is a long-term marketing. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. That is one reason we have clients sign contracts. Contracts not only set expectations, but you are committed to a minimum, and you are committed to a minimum for a reason. Obviously, I give people an option to have now. If you don't want to work with me, I don't want you to work with me. But contracts exist for a reason. They protect you and they protect the other person. So if somebody is not willing to sign a contract, that is a red flag. Or if they refuse to pay a deposit. I don't have people paying deposits in my case, but you may in your business. If they're refusing to pay a deposit to you, then that's a red flag. Like, why would you not pay a deposit? I mean, you have to ask yourself that. And then I also like to put the shoe on the other foot. If I'm hiring somebody to do a job and they request a deposit and I'm confident about the job they're going to do, I'm going to pay a deposit, no problem. So if somebody's not paying you a deposit, that's a red flag. They're not comfortable with you or the job that you are going to do for them. Also take a look at the company or the person who is hiring. If they have a bad reputation, if they're not reputable, that's a red flag. If they don't have systems and processes and they won't follow yours, that's another red flag. Sometimes clients will try to sneak in extra things over time, like if you're a marketing agency and maybe you do some other things, like, hey, could you also add this? Could you do this too? Could you do this too? That is when you just lay down the law. This costs this, this costs this. If you're gonna do anybody a favor, 
put that favor in writing and send it to them just so it's clear that it's a it's a favor and it's something that you are doing that it's a favor and it's something you're doing as a one-time favor. This isn't going to be added to their list of services because I have noticed that some clients, they will take as much as you are willing to give. So if you are going to give, just make sure it's in writing. And then the next time they try to maybe take advantage of that give, you say, okay, well, you've done this before. Maybe this is a service you would like to add. We're happy to do it that first time, but this is a time-consuming thing. We're gonna have to use our resources. This is what it will cost. Something that I hate is when a client has too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, give me one point person. I don't want to talk to three different people at the same company about the same thing. Because then three different people have three different ideas. They bring those ideas back to me and I don't know what the hell to do. So you need one contact at one place. Again, some of these red flags can be handled super easy and super simply. But if this is something that continues because they have no systems or processes, then maybe you need to make clear what your systems and processes are. Like, this is how we work best. This is how we operate. So when you work with us, you need to do it like this. I've hired many people who will say, we do things in Slack. We do things in Asana. We do a weekly call. We Whatever. Whatever they do. I'm hiring them to do a job. I'm going to respect their systems and processes. If somebody is hiring you to do a job and they're not doing that for you, that's a red flag. So try to squash that or run. And my biggest pet peeve, I will end with this. Something that I hate more than anything is when a client wants to hop on a call all the time. Calls and meetings are the biggest waste of time. They're the biggest time suck. There's, they're not efficient. They're not effective. Like there is no reason that we need to talk that much. That is why we do a proper onboarding. That is why we have a contract that says you get two revisions. After two revisions, it's X, Y, Z. It just clears things up. There should be no reason for hopping on a call to talk about this, that, and the other thing. I do agree that sometimes things in email can be taken out of context or things in email can appear, maybe this was written with an attitude, but it really wasn't because it's email, but we can't tell. So that is when things can be simplified by a call, but we don't have to get on a call every day or every other day. Something I love and I use with my team is Voxer. It's like a walkie-talkie app. So you don't have to worry about a lot of things happening in your inbox and you can hear my voice, you can hear my tone and we can get things squared away right away. And I'm not wasting time with a meeting or with a call. You can listen to that boxer anytime. Those are some red flags. I am sure there are tons more that I missed, but those are the ones that, again, I experience and drive me mad. I'm interested into adding to this and hearing what drives you mad, different red flags to pay attention to. Let me know. I'm at Christina all day on social media. And thanks for being here with me. Thanks for watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast app, thank you for subscribing to Become a Media Maven.